0: Welcome back. Today is day two, how to get your real estate listing sold. So Julie, without any further delay.
1: Yes, that's right. So this is the continuation. We did points one through five. We're starting on six today, about 11 unexpected ways in addition to a price reduction or instead of in some cases to get those listings to move
0: and remember this is point number six so if you've not heard the first few points make sure you go back and listen to those points because they're really critical that you are tuning your mind to the fact that there are a lot of ways to get uh, properties correctly positioned on the market so they meet the buyer's expectation i.e priced correctly and also if you happen to have a listing that is uh, out of alignment with the market's expectation, how you can make it more competitive in addition to, or maybe in ex, uh, uh, instead, of. instead of, thank you, a price reduction. So make sure you read our notes, all of our notes from today's podcast, all of our notes from every podcast are down below in the show description. If you're on YouTube, it's very easy. Just put click show more or on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all the billions of different places you guys listen to us. Scroll down, Read the notes. They're all there. We obviously include about 1,000% more. Uh, In addition to the notes, when you were listening, you are noticing that Julie and I, because in the comments, I'm reading what you guys are saying. We often do talk about things that are, I think, more drilled down than what our notes are. But the notes are there for you to use to remind you to uh, essentially what to say, how to say it when you're speaking with your sellers or or buyers or whatever is relevant. But also, there's a link for you to join Premier Coaching. Thousands of you have joined Premier Coaching in the last year from what we understand, it is the nation's number one coaching program. Why are so many agents joining Premier Coaching Program? A whole bunch of reasons. But the best reason is is because it's a coaching program designed for this new market for the agents that are willing to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. And as a result of that mindset, on the other side of that mindset, when you have the skill set necessary, you're going to experience success at levels that you can only dream of. Because how do I know that's true? Because we have Guess what? Thousands of coaching clients that are telling us that. So the link to join Premier Coaching is below. So scroll down and click the link or just go to premiercoaching.com. Takes 17 seconds to join. Yes, we've timed it. If you type faster than me, you could probably do it in 10 seconds. But the link to join is right there. And you have immediate access to the entire first level of Premier Coaching.
1: All right, so again, this is part two, starting on point number six, 11 unexpected ways to get your listings to sell faster. Now, any of these ways can happen upfront as soon as you take the listing. They can also be added to the comments after you've had the listing for a while, as some of you are sitting on listings, you're surprised that haven't sold yet. And we can also do more than one of these points at the same time on those listings. So you have some flexibility on this. All right, so other ways to add some perks and get these listings to go faster. Point number six, add a $1,000 commission bonus to a buyer's agent if it's pending by a certain date. Now, if it is more expensive, you could add a $5,000 bonus. You can add a $10,000 bonus. If it's over a million dollars, if it's over $5 million, adjust accordingly, but add a commission bonus to the buyer's agent if it's pending by a certain date.
0: The builders are doing this. You better do it as well, especially if you have a lot of builder uh, competition.
1: I know. I saw, I think it's from Lennar. It might have been KB Homes in... San Antonio there are some agent bonuses as high as a 6% to the buyer side. That's amazing. And it's not just on one house either. There's like lists and lists of this stuff. Do you
0: remember Julie back in 2002 2007 2008 we had coaching clients yeah. who their sellers had like like I remember one in particular is a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. It was like a year old Lamborghini. I know. And the, and it was during a you know hard time for the seller and the car depreciated the house it was they still had equity but they wanted to sell the house before the house was worth less than they uh, owed on it this was a totally different market yep not work that we're experiencing now So they actually included the Lamborghini in the sale of the property. And the buyer's agent that ended up buying it, um, ended up representing the buyer to purchase it, took the Lamborghini in lieu of their commission because the buyer didn't give a rat's, you know, what about uh, a car?
1: I know. Well, (laughs) I mean, way to be creative, right? Right. I recently saw a back and forth on one of the Facebook agent pages where... An agent was talking about how their broker had invested in some kind of thing where it was like a, a vacation voucher that they could mm-hmm. use on any listing. And, you know, I was what was crazy was the, the uh, other agents on this social media thing, like, piled on, well, if you have to do that, you must have overpriced it, and that seller must be crazy, and what is this, a timeshare? And this, It was, like, insane back and forth. And go you, whoever posted that, who said... No, actually, we feel it's a smart thing to do but to put on all of our listings to have a little extra something to make sure that we're shown first. I mean, that was a very professional response. There were two vacation vouchers. One was for the buyer's agent, one was for the buyer. And they didn't have to use it, but it was like X percent off of their travel. I, I thought it was pretty crafty.
0: Okay, so along those lines, hopefully we're motivating you guys. Of course, what we're motivating you towards is wanting to sell more expensive listings because the tchotchkes obviously are better. Well, they get better. If, if our first <laughs> yeah. two stories didn't do it, this one might. So Ben Salem. I knew you were going to
1: mention this.
0: Yeah, well, because he sells a lot it's of beautiful great. luxury real estate and he works with a lot of you know high-end.
1: Out in Los Angeles.
0: Exactly. Uh, buyers in the bird streets and the rest of it. And he's not very, I you know, Ben's one of my favorite coaching clients of all time because he's not high profile and yet he sells a lot of expensive homes and he doesn't you know he's not he's not peacocking around about his success he just gets the job done that's right so uh one of the things he did on a particular really weird house that was owned by a i won't mention who is it was a celebrity Uh, well a fallen celebrity i should say (laughs) a fallen star Mm -hmm. in any event so this property in particular was very difficult to sell had a lot of condition issues um, the whole thing. And so what Ben did is he put an incentive on it that he would pay for the buyer's agent. It was all disclosed. Everyone knew about it. Nothing under the table, nothing like that to take a private jet and fly to Las Vegas, stay at the Win, And he was going to pay like the whole thing. It was just some, some ridiculous, some
1: sporting thing or something. I don't remember.
0: It, you know, I think it was, now think it was related
1: to some event. It was
0: something. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, that's what he ended up doing. And he took a bunch of pictures and it became a big you know, hoop de do for the buyer's agent. And it was something that got Ben's uh, name on the radar for mm-hmm. other listings that may have been a little cantankerous to sell. And he got more listings from it. Point being, if you're in a marketplace where something isn't selling, the answer isn't always lower the price. Or if it is, it's lower the price and do some things that are more creative to hype up the listing. Especially true in upper end listings where the uh, the house needs a lot of repairs, updates, that type of thing.
1: Yeah, that's right. The, one of the problems with big luxury homes is there's more to do when it gets outdated and it's more expensive. You know, I can just see, I can just, I feel in the collective unconscious of all of the, you know, worn out buyer's agents from the past, previous <laughs> market. They're like, Right up, you know, about time we get a few perks out of this, right? We feel you guys. We understand. So we were talking about doing a commission bonus. Always do a new seller's net sheet when you're adding any of these sellers' concessions to the transaction. Make sure the seller knows how their bottom line will be impacted. Many of these concessions will actually cost less than a price reduction would have, or make the price reduction smaller when combined with the concession. But make sure you're translating it into actual dollars so your seller's not surprised.
0: And, you know, again, advanced coaching here, but sometimes you can get your title escrow company to actually make those for you, so they're actually seeing all the expenses. I'm not saying your net sheets aren't accurate, but it's a little bit more authoritative in some sellers' uh, eyes when it's coming from the title escrow attorney type thing. So another thing you can uh, do to give yourself a more professional veneer in the marketplace where it's the agent has the skill set that's going to get the listing so don't
1: avoid doing a seller's net sheet just because you don't know how to do it get some help and there are some mls's that allow you to plug in those numbers and they know how to figure your taxes and all that but i agree with you the title or the closing attorney can certainly do that for you and it's not weird to ask them to do that that's normal okay number seven seller does not require inspections waived Again, a new concept that replaces the old markets as is requirements.
0: We talked about that a lot yesterday. So make sure you go back and listen to that, especially how we tied it in at the end of yesterday's podcast to buying a home warranty at the time you take the listing and including seller's coverage and then having the house pre-inspected and having the repairs on the property done uh, so that when the buyer walks in, they're seeing that the property was pre-inspected, the repairs are done, and the house comes with a home warranty. Uh, we are trying to position you so that you can compete against not just other resales, but also new construction.
1: Very well put. Point number eight, have your favorite lender create a rate sheet to give away at showings and open houses. The rate sheet should show three different ways of purchasing the home. You can also attach that to your home brochure in your home brochure box. You could do a 30-year fixed, a 321 buy down, a 723 adjustable, or a 525 adjustable. All of these I uh, can get a lower interest rate and a lower payment. My favorite one is to just buy down points like the builders do and to lock in a lower rate for a 30-year fixed but there are other creative ways to combat higher interest rates. You
0: know, we didn't say this yesterday, we should say it today. Um, when you're doing things like what we suggested yesterday and today and you're being more creative and the seller's contributing money to buy the points down, in the description you can say at list price seller agrees to. Yes. You know, buy the buy the points down making the interest rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage this man, uh, you know, this payment range And that type of thing. So at list price, you can do, you buy a little bit of uh, insurance for the seller so that if the buyer comes in low and the seller is even inclined to accept it that they're not also then going to have to you know, concede to all those other concessions that they used as incentives to get the offer in the first place.
1: Great, great point, because you don't want to sign the seller up to both have to take something lower and to contribute $10,000 in closing costs or what have you. But don't
0: be surprised when you do have, especially in a market where listings are harder to sell, where the buyer's agents do come in and they do ask for a lot of different things, you're just going to have to work through it. And again, we teach you how to do that in Premier Coaching, except it, the old days, uh, throwing a dart against the board mm-hmm. to price it and then waiting for the offers to come in over list price are long over. You have to have the skill set now, not just to list price uh, properties correctly and get them sold, but also how to counsel your buyers to get the properties. This is a new market. This is a skills-based market. Those of you who are willing to learn the skills and do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level, you're going to have an unprecedented, massive, unbelievably exciting real estate future.
1: Yes, you brought up a little minor but important point, because we're working through the transition of a super hot seller's market on every single listing that hits the market, no matter where you live, to a more adjusted, more reasonable, more normalized market. Now, we've been talking about uh, how to buy down interest rates and do, you know, some more creative financing, which freaks some of you guys out. It makes you think, oh, I heard about that during the housing crash and adjustable rates are evil and we can't do that. I've seen some of this manifest in things like a seller will will have an offer brought to them by their listing agent where the buyer is asking for closing costs and the seller and the listing agent their reaction is well if they need closing costs they must not be a very strong buyer
0: that's a weak but that's truthfully that's a weak agent
1: but you understand where they're coming oh, totally, from. totally completely you understand why but, that's happening
0: but that's a weak agent who did Agreed. not properly position the seller when they put the house for sale this goes back to skills guys
1: Now, I even have an instance of that Federico in LA had a builder react like that when somebody asked for closing costs, even though they came in at list price doing what the builder asked because they asked for some closing costs. Builder was like, well, they, you know, why would I take that? They must not be very strong of a buyer. Just because somebody asks to get help getting a better interest rate, does not mean they are a weak borrower. It means they're actually pretty smart about what they're doing.
0: So you'll have a choice, Mr. Seller. You either lower the price by $30,000, or we actually give concessions to the buyer so that they can uh, buy the interest rate down or cover the buyer's closing costs. Because the buyer is using all of their money, they're, uh, the, they need all their cash, basically, as their down payment to qualify for the mortgage. Now interest rates went up. They're going to need concessions To basically buy the rate down so they can afford the payment qualify for it or mr. seller you can just lower the payment uh, lower the price by 30 grand and we can hope and pray that we get another offer six months from now it's up to you
1: right and in fact if the seller were to set were to counter it you know up for 10 grand and I'm gonna pay 10 grand in closing costs their net you guys get focused on the wrong thing sometimes do the net sheet the net to the seller is list price minus coming down 10 grand minus 10 grand to closing costs isn't that the same as taking a price of twenty grand less? It is. But, but
0: that's, by the way, one of the techniques we show you when you have someone that's trying to fight with you over your commission is you don't get them to focus on the commission, <laughs> you get them to focus on what their net is. And in a marketplace yes. where what almost all the houses, are, well, most, for, most, all real estate in the United States, according to Julie's statistics two days ago on the podcast has increased by at least 45%. 49%. Thank since
1: you, Since 2019. All right, thank 49%. you. 49%. Okay. So well, here's the thing. If they have to come down 2%, they're probably going to be okay.
0: And if you're having them battle you over price, or I'm not paying the $360 for a home warranty, you need to move their eyes to the bottom of the net sheet <laughs> and circle with a red pen their net, and then you need to get have them understand that they've won the real estate lottery. Congratulations.
1: Exactly. Okay. Number nine, find out if your seller has an assumable mortgage. What's the rate and what are the requirements? Advertise this in your MLS description as well as in your home brochures. Note, all FHA, VA, and USDA mortgages are assumable and some other loans are as well. All you have to do to find out is call whoever's servicing the mortgage. There are ways to look it up online as well, especially if it's FHA and VA. You can go to HUD.gov so and my, look it up by loan number.
0: My beautiful wife, what, what are you? What assumption are you making?
1: That they even know what an assumable mortgage is?
0: Correct. You're assuming okay. you're assuming the they knew assumable. what an assumable was. You were making a some. Well, I'll I'll okay, explain please. it quickly. So basically, someone's taken out uh, one of these FHA, VA, USDA mortgages, and let's say they have a fixed interest rate of say three percent. Um, and let's say the property is worth, they paid 400 for it, and now it's worth 500 If the buyer comes up with $100,000, or whatever the spread is between the market value and what they owe on the loan, and they qualify with release, in other words, the uh, FHA, VA, USDA, has to, the person has to have decent credit. And A obviously, job,
1: the normal things. Right.
0: They have to be able to qualify for the mortgage. They can assume they can actually assume the mortgage of that seller so they themselves can have that ridiculously low uh, 30-year fixed rate mortgage now i'll even make it more interesting for you let's say your buyer only has fifty thousand dollars down the house is worth 500 the usda mortgage is only 400 the interest rates three percent the payment's obviously a heck of a lot less than it would be if they went into the marketplace now and got a loan but the buyer only has fifty grand. but other than that, they qualify. You can get the seller to give them a second mortgage for the $50,000. And I don't want to get into the weeds on that, but this is something we talk about in Premier Coaching and we talked about in previous podcasts. But you can make deals happen where other people don't even see opportunity. That's called skill.
1: Yeah, and that's even better than doing a rate buy down or an adjustable. Yeah, I mean, this, potentially, it's pretty killer.
0: Just to overview, if you want to, you know, hopefully some of you are having some sparks fly in your minds. What would happen is the seller would give the buyer a second mortgage i'll stick with 50 grand that is an actual lien against the property so that means every month the buyer is going to be making the payment now the owner of the new house is going to be making a payment um, on the first mortgage and on the second mortgage you can do and you will use an attorney to do this obviously but then what will happen is the second mortgage let's say the first uh, mortgage is thirty-year fixed the second mortgage might have a three-year arm in other words they're gonna make the payment on that uh... fifty grand for three years and then they have to pay the seller back the fifty grand or refinance it or or there could even be a covenant in their cav- carve out where if the seller agrees the, um, you know, they can continue the mortgage, right? It's not just a balloon payment. It could be essentially- you can write it however you want. Exactly. You can write however you want. And if the interest rate makes sense and the payment's been made on time, I bet you that uh seller is going to be more than happy to continue to have that uh, $50,000 paid over terms because maybe the interest rate's great and they're making more money on it than they would investing in other places. You have just put a buyer in a house That They normally wouldn't have necessarily been able to buy because they didn't have the down payment. And now you put them in a house where they can get the mortgage assumed. The reason that this is very powerful because a lot of the properties that are FHA, I'm not going to say VA, but FHA, well, I'll just lean into USDA. They're going to be more rural type properties. And some of them are going to be working farms and small farms and things like that where you're going to have to be more creative to get the property sold. So this is the type of information that gives you an unfair advantage in every marketplace, makes you more confident, makes it so that when you wake up every morning you're bouncing off the walls, wanting to share with the world your real estate knowledge.
1: And I have seen some of these assumables already happening because smart agents have figured this out. I have a question for you, mm. and maybe you don't know. I, I, I need to research this. Let's say that you have a seller that has an FHA assumable, but they've owned the house for like five years, which means they only owe 25 years. If I assume that...
0: You pick up at 25.
1: That's another advantage. Right. Right? I mean, that's huge. Yeah. You've just shaved off five years. that You don't, don't even re- have a 30-year. You've got a 25-year. They year.
0: don't recast the mortgage, Julie. That's what I
1: thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. I just wanted to but make sure But the same goes right.
0: true. Like, when you and I started selling real estate, there was a whole bunch... Well, they were hard to find, but they were just sweetheart deals. Mm-hmm. And there were assumables out there where people had paid off half the loan. It was a 30-year and it was 15 yeah. years left. You'd pay them their equity and you'd basically have a 15-year loan.
1: I know. It's amazing. And I was just reading, I think on HousingWire, that uh, a surprisingly large uh, amount of this recent, you know, when we had all these low interest rates for several years, a lot of those, and some of them will be assumable, people, because rates were so low, people got 15-year loans. Yeah when they refied or when they purchased in the first place, because the payment was, you know, normally you wouldn't do a 15 year because the payment is higher, but with rates the way they were, it made sense to do 15.
0: How are you going to use this information? First of all, ask your seller what type of mortgage that they have. Don't assume, here, I'll give you, assume they have an FHA mortgage or a Fannie or Freddie until proven otherwise, or a VA or, you just assume that they have a mortgage where there's a carve out for it to be assumable. And if you're in a marketplace where things are hard to sell, Uh, You can uh, find out if they do, because I promise you, again, your sellers won't know. Find out if it's assumable. And then if it is, you have the ultimate unfair advantage when getting that property sold.
1: 100%. Because again, back to our example from yesterday, if it's that listing, which is an assumable at some outrageously, now outrageously low interest rate, and you're advertising that in your agent comments, and there's four other homes that meet the buyer's criteria, who do you think is going to get shown first? I'm
0: going to even take this to the next level. If you are smart which all of you are otherwise you would be listening to our podcast you're going to think well how can i pick up rental property this way because a lot of these mortgages fha va usda the mortgage criteria to qualify in the first place is a little lower you can actually use what would have been your commission as a towards your down payment and you can assume these low rate mortgages and you can actually start walking into rental properties
1: there you are see all right so point number ten use one eight hundred home hotline on your for sale signs to generate leads and possibly sell your listing yourself. One of the best solutions to a listing sitting on the market too long is to sell it yourself. 1-800-HOMEHOTLINE.COM So, also refer to past podcasts about that system. We're not gonna dive too deep into that today, but capture unlisted phone numbers, answer zero transfer calls, or immediately call the prospect back. And I was- Secret, many of your initial calls will actually be from neighbors of your listing. Those are also listing leads, guys.
0: And that uh, website, by the way, and the uh, product is getting totally revamped. Yes. So anyway, go to 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. Full disclosure, Julie and I own 50% of that company.
1: Yes, with a partner with one of our original listings, oddly enough.
0: Actually, he was our first seller, wasn't he? Yes. Carl. Oh my we forget gosh, that's that hilarious. Sometimes. I, I know. Do.
1: Well, it's all related, right? Yep. Okay, point number 11. Use a home brochure box next to or attached to your for sale sign. There is an art to the home brochure. Of course, highlight all of the attributes of your listing using 800-HOME-HOTLINE and including your email address. But in addition to this, there's lots of different ways you can utilize the home brochure, to make your phone ring. Now, we have a podcast that we've done two or three times in the past called How to Hot Rod Your Real Estate Sign or Your Brochure Box. So that, there's all kinds of things. We did an, a dedicated podcast on that.
0: This is all about the fact that in many cases, uh, you're going to have to sell your own listing because the buyer's agents, you know, a whole bunch of reasons. I'll give you guys a really good example. You'll remember this. Mm-hmm. It was our neighborhood in New Albany Country Club, mm-hmm. and there was a listing that was for sale when we moved there. Expired, got listed with somebody else, yep. and expired again. I remember, and it was like catty-corner to our backyard, mm-hmm. and they they were moving back to Hungary. I think it was hungry. something like that, yeah. yeah. And um, they're the nicest people ever. Super nice people. Yeah. So we had um, we ended up listing the property, and I was shocked the house hadn't sold.
1: Me too. And so it was a typical house.
0: It was great. It was a typical expired where it basically gets a lot of activity when it's new. The local agents, you know, um, stop showing it because there's other new listings. The whole thing, right? That new. If you look at the the curve on showing activity, it's really, the, you know, two weeks, three weeks, and after that, it starts to drop off per, pretty precipitously. And after it's been for sale for 30 or 45 days in virtually all markets, the showing activity stops. Well, that's what had happened to this property. But even worse, or I should say better for our advantage, even worse. The local agents were assuming that the house had some sort of problem, otherwise, it would have sold. And how do I know that? Okay, I had, Julie and I had that listing. This listing, I remember, was five or six hundred grand. Uh-huh. And this was back in, yeah. And so this house was, um, we had a uh, for sale sign, obviously, and we had an 800 home hotline. Mm-hmm. There was somebody parked in front of the listing. Brochure and box. Bro- no, they called off 800 home oh, hotline, the right, rider. That's right, that's they right. called off the rider. And uh, they didn't even zero transfer. I called them right back and I said, Hi, you know, this. I'm trying to remember the script. I just, script? I, I'll remember. Give me a second. Oh, uh, ring, ring, hello. Hi, this, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when people call our 800 number, we like to give them a quick call back to see if they have any questions about the home they called about. And of course they were surprised that someone was actually calling them back. They were surprised that the listing agent was actually Johnny on the spot to answer questions mm-hmm. about the property. And then, you know, fortunately it was very convenient. So I walked out the front door of our house and walked over to that house and, sh- and showed it to them. And here's what they said. This is exactly what we are looking for. This is why hasn't our listing agent or why hasn't our buyer's agent showed it to us? This is the exact property we wanted to buy. Bum 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 bum. All the rest of it. They ended up buying the house through their buyer's agent. They then told us, after they moved in, because they're our neighbors, that the buyer's agent never showed it to them, drove them past it on the way to other listings, uh, and then would badmouth the house. They were shocked that he didn't show it to them. They bought it, they were very grateful for us. When they went to put it back for sale, they listed it again with Julian High, okay? Now, why am I telling you that? We had to do the buyer's agent's job. You will discover, as you become a listing agent, that the buyer's agents maybe don't have those types of screws loose, but maybe they have biases for or against a particular neighborhood for unfounded reasons, or maybe they don't like the seller, or maybe they don't, whatever, whatever. You guys have to be realizing in a marketplace like this that most, and this is for you listing agents, that most of the buyer's agents out there have not been in this transitioning market ever, do not have the skill set to get properties sold. You're going to have to often do the job for them. I'm going to give you one last advanced coaching tip, and maybe we talk about this. You should think about this for tomorrow mm-hmm. or is this part two this is part two all right then i'm gonna give him point number 12. This bonus, is be a bonus point. point all right bonus point for those of you who have listened for the full 30 minutes here's your bonus point you're going to sometimes have to do on a reverse offer to the buyer this is very advanced coaching it's going to blow your mind but this really does work when you have a listing that's been for sale forever and you've seen and maybe forever is 30 days 60 days 90 days sure. adjust accordingly and you've seen the same buyer's agent show up multiple times and you then you're asking yourself and you've gotten feedback you know they like the house but the buyer's agent just keeping it real does not have the skills to get the buyer state right an offer maybe maybe they're friends with them and the buyer's agents and the buyers are being too social or... Maybe the,
1: the buyers are nervous Nelly, but they, the buyer's agent is not landing the plane.
0: Clearly the buyer wants to buy the house or they wouldn't be showing it constantly. You need to write a reverse offer. Normally the offer, you have a listing, The buyer makes the offer on the property. The buyer's, you know, here's our suggested price condition terms. You need to flip that conversation, flip the script, and write an offer back to that buyer's agent offering the seller to sell the house to that buyer. What are your terms? Obviously, what it's listed for and all the other terms. What you're really doing is getting the conversation started. Or maybe because you've gotten feedback from the buyer's agents about, well, you know, they really like the house, but they're worried about the backyard not being fenced Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Write an offer from the seller to the buyer offering to fence in the backyard or set aside the 15 grand or whatever to get it fenced. You guys get the point? You cannot be complacent in this market. You're going to have to assume when you take a listing that you're going to be the agent that sells it. Bonus, bonus, you're going to get twice the commission in many cases when there's no buyer's agent involved, especially when you're using 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM and you're actually following up and you're actually pre-qualifying and you're actually doing the job of selling your listings. Oh, here's the thought. Isn't that what your sellers expect you to do anyway?
1: hundred percent, but it's been covered up by the speed of the market in the past. In the past. Right. So yes, it is your responsibility to be accountable to your seller to actually get the job done and bonus you when you actually do it from generating your own buyer. That's even better, that's true. And you know, I have to do a little bit of mindset reset on this. We're talking, most of this is the result of having more inventory, right? Your example of our New Albany Country Club um, experience where the buyer's agent wasn't even showing that listing, That was happening partially because there was more to choose from and because there was new construction, just like we're seeing in today's market.
0: Right, because inventory has increased by 15%. And you're going to see more homes coming for sale.
1: That's right. And you're going to see more new construction kicking the butt of resale. Exactly. So a lot of this is symptomatic of having more choices. Now, listing agents who are not used to their listings sitting for more than 22 seconds, I feel for you freaking out. I get that. But we've got to reset your mindset to look at what we just talked about. When it doesn't sell in 22 seconds with 5,000 offers, that's good for you because you're going to lead generate off of it because it's going to spin up other listings. You can do open houses. You can canvass the neighborhood. You're going to get more business in the meantime and to sell the house, assuming that you're proactive like what we've talked about. Case in point, another shout out to Kristen Holly in um, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Over the weekend, I had so many like emergency texts over the weekend. It was great because they were all like, you're not going to believe what just happened. Okay. So Kristen in like 48 hours puts together, not the one we talked about one last week, the canceled she went after. This is when she's been working this neighborhood with the open house and, uh, you know, door knocking and all this. Okay. So she has this buyer that couldn't buy her listing because some other agent sold it to her open house, but she's got this buyer that's, that's wanting to buy something gets a call from another neighbor in the same neighborhood who just found out guess what they're relocating just like that she says she thinks to herself who do i already have who i can tee up for this property she puts them in contract 48 hours or less okay she's making over $30,000 in commission in less than 48 hours why because she because we trace this back to her original listing which gave her the opportunity to prospect which gave her more uh, buyer and seller prospects. She married the two together. She's a matchmaker. What she just put together, the relocating client, the only time you're going to see that in the MLS is when she puts it in just to get volume credit. that That's one of those like two seconds on the market because she generated the buyer, she generated the listing, she put the two together. So she couldn't have done that if her listing hadn't been around for two or three weekends. And she
0: didn't violate any MLS rules of having a listing that she was trying to double in. So all of your, you know trouble stirs just keep that in mind no, she, this, she this was deal. this was somebody doing their job furiously fast lead follow-up um you know i don't remember what chapter in our book did we talk about lead follow-up it's one of the things that it's really there's an art and a science to it of doing, uh, essentially getting off your DELF, but a lot of agents have been spoiled with the belief that the furiously fast lead follow-up doesn't matter. That leans back into the importance of Mm 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. Guys, put these thoughts together. Realize that this market, I'll tell you the reason it's so beautiful and we love markets like this, is because it opens the door for new people to become superstars. Those of you who are already superstars in your marketplace, you better for sure stop being complacent and get your game on because this next generation of real estate superstars are hungry. They're ornery. (laughs)
1: They're ornery. Yeah. And they're getting rewarded for their efforts. They are. You know, I mean, we talked about Federico out in LA a couple weekends ago because his open house killed it. Anybody who is making an effort plus furiously fast lead follow-up and thinking out of the box, using many of the techniques that they get in premier coaching and certainly some from our podcast is getting rewarded. Some of these listings that are sitting, and by sitting, I mean, you and I, when we sold real estate... Okay. So sitting is not like six months. Sitting to you guys is like six days or six weeks. They're still selling. But meanwhile, look at what you can generate in the meantime, because you have the catnip
0: well, it's because you have the listing. You can do open houses. You have the for sale sign. You're using one hundred home hotline. Your sign is, by the way, a reflective sign. That's not just these tiny little pukey uh, small signs. Reflective this is
1: Reflectiverealestate.com. Th-
0: exactly. You're going to get the sign, the largest sign you're legally allowed to put in front yards. We teach you guys how to do all this in uh, Premier Coaching. You're going to obviously have Furiously Fast Lead follow-up. You're going to be the agent that gets the sale, not just the listing and the sale. When, they, when that seller sees you sell that neighbor's house... Uh, Guess what? The neighbor's going to put their house for sale for you too when it's time for them to sell. Rinse, wash, repeat. Rinse, wash, repeat.
1: Don't you like this market better for our agents who are skilled? I do. I know it's more challenging. I know it can be frustrating until you put all these pieces together. But when you do, it's actually happening. It's generating faster for you in a market like this because the most motivated people are more obvious now. They're not getting covered up by all of the FOMO people. And those people really appreciate what you're doing. I guarantee you, she's Kristen's going to get thank you cards from the buyer and the seller, the only reason they're in contract is because of her.
0: So guys, thank you for keeping this number one listen-to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. Now, please do the right thing and give us a five-star review on iTunes and also include comments why you listen to this podcast every single day. For all of you who are new listeners, welcome. We certainly appreciate your support. Help us get the word out that this is the best time to be in real estate, provided you're willing to be of service to others and apply apply the skill set and the mindset necessary. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow.